0: Uh, the, the talk will go up to uh, 25 past and then we'll have um, uh, the chance of questions until uh, a few short questions, because Shaykh needs to leave uh, to lead a prayer the prayer in the Islamic Center. Thank you. Ahsad. <laughs> Salaamu alaykum wa rahmatullah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi ladhiya al Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Sayyidina, Qasim al Mustafa, I am very grateful to Allah that we have been able to witness another holy month of Ramadan and also to meet again in this place for this uh, event. And since we are at the beginning of the month, still we have to be praying hard that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala would prepare us and would put us in the best form and shape for entering uh, deeply into his banquet, inshallah. The topic uh, is the message of solidarity in the month of Ramadan, which is a very relevant topic. But in order to give it a kind of uh, systematic approach, we should first see Where is the place of solidarity in the whole concept of faith, according to Islam? One of the verses of the Quran that I have been mentioning and reflecting a lot in the last several years is this Ayah about Prophet Abraham and the way Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala introduces him as his friend and at the same time as a role model for us and as a point of reference for all monotheistic religions. A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Ar-Rajim Wa Ahsanu Deena Mimman Aslam Wajhhu Lillahi Wa Huwa Muhsin Wa at Ibrahima Hanifa Wa at Ibrahima Khalila Who is better in faith then someone who submits his face to God <speaking in Hebrew> you are familiar with the concept of Islam and this is again a concept that you find it in all Abrahamic religions in Islam Christian in Judaism we have this concept of wajjhullah, face of God. What is face of God? God doesn't have any body, so He doesn't have face, hand, leg. So what is wajjhullah? For human beings, wajh or face is where our eyes and mouth are there because I am in the best position to see something, to encounter something when this direction is chosen. If I want to see a picture, if I want to see a flower, if I want to read a book, if I want to watch, for example, TV, if I am turning back to that object, it's not right encounter. We can have the best encounter with something when we face them, means with eyes and mouth. And if two human beings want to have maximum encounter, it has to be face to face. If I am turning towards you, but you are turning back to me, then we cannot have best encounter. So what is watch I say watch is that aspect of something that if you turn to it you have the best chance of encounter with thing. so what is badge for a computer is the screen of the computer what is badge for a book the pages of the book what is watch for a painting the front of it is the badge What is the match of a person, is the face of that person. Now, question, what is that aspect of God, that if you turn to it, you have the best encounter? Where should you turn to? so that you can have best encounter with Allah. For human beings, face to face. For objects, as I said, facing the screen, facing the front cover, what about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? In other words, where can I find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to turn to Him? Where can I have the best encounter with Him? Some people think, you have to go to a special place. For example, you have to go to certain direction. You have to turn to the east or to the west. You have to go to this place or that place. But the Quran says, (laughs) لَلَّهِ الْمَشْرَقُ وَالْمَغْرِبُ أَيْنَ تُوَلُّ فَثَمَّ وَالْقُطَّى East and West both belong to God therefore you cannot say I went to the East and I didn't find God or I went to the West and I didn't find God if you don't find God somewhere it's not because God is not there it's because you are not able to see God wherever you turn there is face of God there God is everywhere to welcome you, if you are able to have proper encounter. It's very important. You know, if I close my eyes, even if I am surrounded by light, I say, I don't see light. Where is light? Light is surrounding you, you have to open your eyes. So, Allah says, Man ahsanu dinan, man aslam wajhahu lillah. Who is better in his face than someone who submits his face to God? What does it mean? It means that in every work, in every word, in every motion, in every a speech or silence, he is trying to find God. And trying to surrender to the will of God. It's very important. But this is not just by worshiping. This is not just something between you and God. The test for being in the right encounter with God is that you have to reflect the light of God to the world around you. So you have to be muhsan, you have to do ihsan, you have to do good. You cannot say, I have been moving towards God, but my relationship with people has not improved. We know in all different traditions, in religions, in spiritualities, we have had people that they found it easier to just focus on their relation with God. Just isolate yourself to a corner and pray and worship and fast and recite. Of course, this is very important, but this is not enough. Islam teaches us, please listen very carefully, Islam teaches us that the sign of being oriented towards God and having proper encounter with God is that you become kind with people. You become very concerned about people. The higher you rise towards God, the more gentle and kind and humble you become. And Rasulullah is the best example for us. Rasulullah was a man of prayer and contemplation even before he became prophet. He was not even praying in his house or near Kaaba. He was going away from the city to the cave of Haram and be only him and God and contemplating and praying (coughs) not for a short visit for days sometimes for weeks sometimes for 40 days Rasulullah was keeping distance from that society but this physical distance was to help him to help that people better So he was there as a person who looks at his people and suffers for their problems and is asking God, how can I help them? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about the Prophet that he has so much of love and concern for people that he is harisun He is very concerned about it. He wants the best for you. Azizun If something annoys you, he cannot take it. It's too difficult for him to see someone is suffering. In Dua ibn we say to Imam Zaman, alayya an wa It's very difficult for me that I'm crying for you but people don't help you. Aziz means something is very difficult. But when it comes to Rasulullah he is in such deep pain when someone is poor Someone is in when there is an orphan who has no one to look after him, when people have no peace, no security. <laughs> in the Quran, Rahim is always used for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there is only one place that Rahim is used for a human being, and that is for Rasulullah. He is Rahim. So Asslamu alaykum. Ihsan is the test. If you have really turned towards God, you have to bring goodness to yourself, to your family, to your community, to your society, to humanity. It's impossible. A believer does something harmful to his body or to his mental health or a spiritual health or to other people's health or spirituality or even to animals this is not ihsan you have to only bring good you have to become a channel of receiving and spreading the grace of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to everyone but this is not something that has never happened. Allah gives us also an example. Yeah. You are not new in this path. You have already a great example, and that is Ibrahim. And Ibrahim is such a great man that still in the world today more than half people of the world follow him. Muslims, Christians, Jews, we are all followers of Abraham. For all of us, he is a champion of monotheism, And a great quality of Abraham was that he was Hanif. Hanif is someone who is turning away from falsehood to the truth, from batil to haq. So, if I follow Abraham, if I am truthful, it means that I am submitting my face to God, and in this process, I'll gain so much of light, love, that I spread it to other people in the form of Ihsan. وَاتَّخَدَ اللَّهُ Ibrahim And God chose Abraham as his friend. If you follow Abraham, you have also the chance of becoming a friend of God. We have to follow him and there is nothing arbitrary if God chose Abraham as friend, it was for some reason. If the same reason exists in someone else, he would also become a friend of God. And it is interesting, among the qualities of Abraham, you find both aspects. Submission to God and helping people. You find both in the life of Abraham. Abraham was fully dedicated to God. Not only he didn't worship any idol, not only he didn't worship any human being or any star or any object, but also he didn't ask anyone, even Jebrail, for help. According to some hadith, when they were throwing Abraham into fire, Jebrail, Gabriel went to him and offered help. He said, "Amma ilayka fala." He said, "Do you have any hada?" He said, "I don't have any hada for you. My Lord knows my condition, and that's enough for me." So, there is a beautiful hadith that explains when Abraham received the news of being chosen as Khalil of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is said that he went outside to invite some guests because you know, Abraham was very hospitable and he always wanted to have guests And wanted to share his meals with guests. There are people who are hospitable when they can plan. For example, when I am okay I invite guests. But there are people that they always have to have guests at home. They don't feel comfortable unless they have some guests at home. He was such a hospitable person so he used to go out and find someone that he can invite. So one day when he was going back home, he found someone, a man, in his home. And normally, this was his habit that he used to shut the door so that no one goes and disturb his family. So he asked this man, <laughs> With whose permission you enter this house? He didn't fight. He just asked question, very reasonable, calm question. With whose permission you entered this house? And that angel who looked like a man said, بِإذن <laughs> With the permission of the Lord of this house. Abraham didn't say, I am the Lord of this house. Didn't say, I am the owner of this house. I am the only person who has authority. As soon as, as soon as he heard, He realized that he is sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then that angel told him I have a news to give to someone. Someone has been chosen by Allah as his friend and I have come to inform him. If it was me or you what would you think at that time? I'm sure you would think it must be you because you are Abraham you are already a prophet and Nabi and Rasul and this person has come to your home and there's no one in that city even close to you. So if it was me and you we would say Thank you very much for bringing the news. We <laughs> You take it for granted that it's me. But look at Abraham. This is the sign of a true servant of God. That your closeness to God would not develop in you any ego. Because sometimes we think we are going higher but indeed we are growing our ego you think i am very special now everyone you know, should respect me you know everyone should bow in front of me no abraham said who is the one that my lord has chosen as his friend that i serve him till i die you are a servant of god you want to serve friends of god and then you want to serve family of god which is all people abraham doesn't say who is that person then i will think whether i want to serve him or not for example If I am black, I don't want to serve someone who is white. Or if I am white, I don't want to serve someone who is black. Or if I am Arab, I don't want to serve a friend of God who is not Arab. Or vice versa. If a relative or not, we bring our preferences, unfortunately, to religion. I am more comfortable in this place just because, for example, they speak my language or they come from my village. The religion doesn't have these boundaries. So he said, who is chosen by my Lord as his friend so that I serve him till I die? And just compare this with Ebris. Ibrahim is happy and actually volunteers to serve a friend of God forever. And Iblis refused to do one sajda for Khalifatullah. You see the difference? Which one had worshipped more? Iblis, 6,000 years. Yes. Which one had developed servitude? Ibrahim. So, Ibadah, shaitan had lots of Ibadah, but shaitan was not apt. Shaitan had not submitted his face to God. And did not manage to bring good. But Abraham submitted his face to God and brought good. So, he said, who is the one that my Lord has chosen? As his friend, so I serve him till I die. And then the angel said, it's actually you. Do you know what did he say? He said, why? Why God has chosen me? I have nothing. He didn't expect to be chosen by God as a friend. When you think you are not significant, inshallah, there is a chance that you are significant. When you think you are the lowest person, inshallah, there is a chance. But if you think you are the highest person, no chance. So he said, Why? Then the angel mentioned a few things. One was, "You never ask people or anyone for help. But you never say no to people when they ask for help. This is beautiful. I don't want to be burdened on anyone. But I want to remove burden from everyone. This is a sign of a friend of God. This is Iksan. You don't want anyone to help you because you think you have to work hard and wait for God to help you. Of course, it doesn't mean that you fight people if they want to help you. But it means that you don't seek, you don't ask as much as possible. But every person who comes for help, you help them. Or if you know someone is help and doesn't come to you, you go to them. This is Ihsan. So, in the months of Ramadan, among things that we have to really work on is to develop these two things together in ourselves. Aslam wajahuhu to submit our face to God as much as possible to be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, looking everywhere for his face, looking everywhere an opportunity to serve him, but also to do ihsan to ourselves and other people. I would like to share with you some hadith about muwasat, about sharing what we have with each other, which is very important. It's not for us just a way to combat poverty. For us, it's a very important a spiritual tool, and this is why I believe those who give benefit much more than those who receive. Those who give are the main beneficiary. (laughs) You cannot reach goodness and piety unless you give what you love. And if there is no one, no cause to give, you have to Look hard to find a cause. Amirul al salam said, Ahsanul Ihsan. We said we have to do Ihsan. The best of Ihsan is Mubasatul Ihwan. To share what you have with your brothers and sisters in faith. Of course, you have especially a responsibility for your family, relatives, but for us, all Mu'mineen are our family. In another hadith, Amir al-Mumni salam, said, مُوَاسَاتُ الْأَخِي فِي اللَّهِ تَزِيدُ فِي الْرِزْقِ When you share what you have with your brother in God, it would increase your sustenance. If you calculate according to materialistic calculus, when you give, you lose. But if your calculus is more advanced and can bring all parameters into calculation, then when you give, you get more. It's amazing. <laughs> you give, but in the end you have more. Imam Sadiq a.s. said, ila Allah ta'ala bi Seek nearness to Allah with sharing what you have with the promise. So it's more about you, not about that person received. That's another thing. You help that person. But you need to help yourself by giving. <laughs> In another hadith, Imam Sadiq alayhi salam said, sum <laughs> sum There are two traits of character. That if someone has, remain with him. Otherwise, Go away! Go away! Go away from that person. So it's very important. <inaudible> it was said, who, who uh, you know, what are those uh, traits of character? Said, <inaudible> the first thing is. That person should be a person who is very committed to his or her prayer and say it in the right time. Don't choose as a friend or as a business partner or as a spouse, someone who is not committed to prayer. If someone is committed to prayer, I'm not saying it's perfect, but at least has passed some basic tests. It's very important. Prayer is the minimum requirement for a reliable person. If someone is not reliable and he's a prayer, how can he be reliable in all the life? If someone has not been grateful to Allah, then you think he would be grateful to you? <laughs> وَالْمُوَاسَاتِ The second quality is مُوَاسَات. Actually, if you have someone who has these two, I don't think these people go wrong. Someone who is very committed to prayer, but also has such a large heart that wants to share with people. I don't think these people would be ever selfish or arrogant. Sometimes people ask me, you know, for advice about marriage, I say find a person who is muttaqi but also kind. Because some people think taqwa is different from kindness. In my understanding, taqwa and kindness are together. Otherwise, you are not muttaqi. Even if you follow the letters of sharia, if you are not kind, you are not muttaqi. So, salat and muwasat these two together. And finally, this is my last hadith. Imam Kazim alayhi salam said to someone called Jafar ibn Muhammad al Asani. Ya Asin. He was a Shia. Imam Kazim alayhi salam asked him, I don't know what would be your answer if Imam alayhi a.s. salam asked you or me. I don't think our answer would be very good. كَيْفَ أَنْتُمْ How are you Shia in connecting to each other and sharing what you have? This is the main test. Imam didn't say you know, how good you are in prayer or fasting. These are basic things. How good you are in connecting to each other and sharing. He said, I told him He said, we have the best relation. We have relation which is better than anyone has ever had. (coughs) I don't think we can say this. That we have the best relation among all people. But look at Imam. Imam is not satisfied with this. Imam said, Ayatti Ahadukum Iladukana Akih Omanzidi Endava Eka Fayastahri Juki Sahu wa Yahu Duma Yahtaju Elay Fala Yun Kero Alay. Do you have such a relation that if someone is in need can go to the shop or home of his brother and takes what he needs? His brother is not there. He's desperate. He has to take his, for example, child to doctor, to hospital. Do you have such relation that you can go to each other's home or shop and take what you need? He said, no. Then Imam said, So you are not still in that condition that I love you to be when it comes to Connecting to each other, and loving each other, and supporting each other. So, the summary of what I said is, the whole faith is a matter of fixing two things. One, your relation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Second, your relation with the whole world, including people. But the second comes from the first... If you have really proper relation with Allah, proper encounter with Allah, if you have submitted your face to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala properly, you have to develop Ihsan. So the second comes automatically. If you really rise towards Allah and you become a godly person, then every person has a place in your heart. You have concern for everyone. And the example is Ibrahim alayhi salam. وعلي the example is Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, who was rahmatul alamin, who is Amirul Mu'mineen, who was not only concerned about his people or about Muslims, even if a Jewish, a Christian, atheist had problem, he had concern. I hope, inshallah, in this month of Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa taala give us chance to revisit our heart and check and investigate our heart. How we have accommodated creatures of Allah in our hearts. How much our love for Allah has enlarged our heart instead of closing our hearts. So that for the sake of Allah we can Help people without any expectation from them. The same concept of Bajrullah. Thank you very much. Alhamdulillah. So We've got about five minutes for uh, questions. So maybe we can have one from the brothers and one from the sisters, but that's okay. Anyone has got any questions? or? She簡單